We've done some stupid stuff before, Mark. Let's go over some of the stupid stuff we've done. Well, aside from calling women's rec league basketball play-by-play, even though we have no sports knowledge... We then parlayed that into making the team go play miniature golf, and we called a small round-robin miniature golf tournament involving the Pistol Shrimps basketball team. And then we were asked to do a commentary on a Towns McCoy golf classic. Which ended up just being the opening drive for every golfer in a tournament of 60 men. Because we can't be all places all times. We can't just follow them around the entire golf course. I mean, that would have been 10 hours of podcasting. That's right. We've also done a Christmas white element element yep we rode around in a christmas white element car and just threw presents at kids who needed them adults who didn't and we ended up injuring more people than making their lives happier and our legal team is still in the middle of working all of that out there's a settlement it's ugly also our legal team is still in the middle of being formed so you can imagine the complications. We also did a white elephant, the Pistol Shrimps Christmas Party white elephant. But all of that sort of pales in comparison to what we are about to do today, what we are about to embark upon, because not only are we here for three broadcasting days, mm-hmm. but we've really technically been legitimized here. We've, we are here in an official media capacity. We have badges. We have lanyards. Matt, let's make it sound official. The place. Washington, D.C. Our nation's capital. The District of Columbia. At the Gaylord National Convention Center and Hotel. We're in National Harbor. We can see the Potomac River from the giant lobby atrium in which we are now sitting. We're probably looking at Jefferson's steeple or Hamilton's tower or some sort of political thing off in the distance. I'm not sure what it is. Washington's potato keep. So you know. Mm Mm-hmm. And why are we here, Mark? We are here for the Scripps National Spelling Bee. That's right. You've probably seen it. It's broadcast on ESPN Live. We'll be coming to you delayed after the broadcast. We're going to do a 24-hour delay. (laughs) Not even that. No, it'll be sooner than that. Uh, But we are are in Maryland for the Bee. It's the 91st annual Oh, we're in Maryland right now? Yeah, that's how D.C. works. Part of it's in Virginia, part of it's in Maryland... I'll be damned. Yeah. Our nation's capital all along was hiding out in three different states. So before we get into that, Matt, let's just talk about the flight here. What would you do on the flight to, from Los Angeles to Washington, D.C.? I read uh, an annotated Marx Brothers book. Okay. But fell asleep and then woke up and read a little bit more and then fell asleep again. All right. I watched American Maid starring Tom Cruise and then I watched... Uh, now the, you see me. The first seven eighths wow. of Now You See Me. Wow. Because I love a stinky movie on a plane. And yeah. boy, did they deliver. I smelled that from the row behind you. Oh, boy. And then we got here. It's a real, uh, it was an, it's an exhausting thing to fly cross country. And then last night, we attended the opening ceremony for the spelling bee. And it was quite special because, you know, a lot of people take this rather seriously. Parents, children alike. But some people are here for fun. But it seems like the organizers themselves understand the, um, the uh, specialness of it and encourage you to appreciate why you're there and to get ready to hear an elimination or a victory, to be ready for both. But yes. they seem to prepare the, the children pretty well, I think. I think so, too. Matt, do you want to insert that stuff into the podcast? Should we put it out as a special thing later? I did record a small amount of the audio Yeah, let's from hear last a night. clip of it right now. 
Hello. <laughs> no, let's hear a clip. You will walk away from this week with the word you will remember for the rest of your life. Right now, you do not know that word. <laughs> There's something to be said for visualizing the championship moment, and I want you to do that. There's also something to be said for being mentally prepared for when the bell rings. Promise yourself right now that you'll be mentally prepared for both eventualities. Speaking of promises, promise yourself that sometime this week, either from the stage or from the audience, you will quietly reflect for a moment on what you did to earn this special experience. Most of all, recognize that among the millions who will see this scene on television and in the media, you're touching the hearts of kids who want to be just like you. Inspiring others is one of life's highest callings, and this week you will do just that, inspire. Wow, what a clip. <laughs> we don't have to do that. Well, we already did. Okay, great. But we thought we'd also begin, because we're, we're probably going to do three to four days of uh, episodes from here, culminating on Thursday with the actual final championship spelling bee round. But we thought we would begin our first episode very much the same way that the spellers themselves begin, and that is by taking a written placement test, which we happen to have gotten our hands on. Thanks That's right. to uh, Corey and Valerie for helping us out from scripts. That's right. We... We sort of had a, a not a great understanding of how the whole mechanics of the tournament work. So they arrive on Sunday or Monday, check in. There's a big barbecue on Memorial Day. This happens every Memorial Day. And then Tuesday morning at 7 o'clock sharp. 7.45, I think. Yeah, if you're not early, you're late. That's By the way, the I got out of the hotel room around 11.58. <laughs> but if you, you take this written exam, and I thought maybe that meant if you didn't do well enough, you were not going to be part of... Not the case. The field is a 513 entrants this year. Beers. Wait, what? Beers. Are you asking me to spell beers? No, they are beers. Oh, they're beers. B-E-E-E-R-S. I should mention that I'm not a strong speller. <laughs> well, they're going to take that test, and we but thought I'm it meant... a strong smeller. No, no doubt about it. They told us that they, they, they take this test, and I thought maybe it was an elimination stage because there's no, so many entrants. not right. They all take it, and every single speller is going to get a chance to step on the, the very well-lit and very well-designed stage. It is a good-looking stage. They talk into that microphone. They're given a word by the judges. Also, they're not allowed to touch the microphone unless told by the judges. A lot of the rules. The rules are very specific. And you're dealing with children. But also the judges have made it very clear that they're there to help them, not... Hinder them. It's a very warm, welcoming environment. I, Even though I it is a competition, yeah. yeah, it is a competition. But that that competitive spirit doesn't seem to be around, and maybe we haven't seen that. Well, I think there's enough competitive spirit going on in the eyes of the children and the parents. You can feel it when you're walking through the halls. They're everywhere you go. That's true. I I said hello to one child and said good luck, and he said thank you, and his parent immediately said eye contact. <laughs> well, you and I have been walking around just thinking about this. This might be the only thing where you and I... I'm just realizing maybe the parent was talking to me. I hope so. <laughs> like, make eye contact with my child. Please. 
we've been walking around just thinking that nine-year-old or ten-year-old kid is a better speller than me. Hands down, every child I'm passing today is better at something and always will be. Like, there's no p- point where I'll ever be... Like, my life experience, age, and decreasing wisdom will never be enough to beat that child at this event. And that's a wonderful feeling. And I... You don't wait. You don't think if you just took a year off and you started... We don't really have a good grasp on what the preparation is for this bee. And we're hoping to maybe do some interviews along the way here where we kind of get a better idea of what it takes to be on that stage. For instance, we were yesterday sort of saying, do the students work on memorizing every word or it's more that they know the roots and the origins and the roots of those words and the suffixes and prefixes and that's how they're able to... So most do spelling. Most of these kids are up there just playing letter Legos. I wish. That's kind of how it is, isn't it? I don't know, but I watched the Toys That Made Us, the Lego episode, in my hotel room last night. Just apropos of nothing? or What do you mean apropos of nothing? Apropos of celebrating life and all its richness. Well, if you put letters on those Legos, you might be able to make a bunch of words. When are they going to do a mask episode? Of what? Of the Toys That Made Us. Oh, yeah, they really should do that. Yeah. We did spend an entire Uber ride. That poor lady. Oh, yeah. <laughs> from the airport. Matt and I tried to cast the new Mask movie. With only actors from Game of Thrones. And it turns out you can pretty much you, do it. You might be able to do it. Yeah. There's just no all-American member of the Game of Thrones cast. Peter Dinklage. Yeah. Yes. You mean all-American, like... I'm talking about the prototypical leading male. Matt Tracker. Yeah. Yeah, you're just you're not going to shake that up. Oh, you think so? Yeah. Just put Ramsey Bolton in that role? Hell yeah. <laughs> so All right, enough, should we get to this? Enough squirting around. Let's take a look at this test, Matt. Now, we're told that... We have not... We have not looked at the test? No, nor are we going to. And we're going to be able to talk it through as we go, but we won't grade ourselves till it's over, and we'll see who, who places better. Our understanding, I guarantee you're going to beat me. I don't know about that. Our understanding of it is that there's a spelling portion that is a multiple choice section and then there's a vocabulary section which was not explained to us and it's interesting to note that they have a hall of champions here with these banners with all the different champions from each year and it goes back to what the 70s or late 60s well the the tournament itself this is the 91st so it would be the 20s well the banners don't go back the banners don't go back that far it's banners were illegal in this country before 1950 yeah that's right there was one day a year you could have a banner and that was a banner day thank you eisenhower um, but the words back in, like, I looked at my birth year, and what was her name? Barry? Uh, uh, Barbie. Barry, Barry Trinky? Barbie, Bar- no, it's Barry. Barney. Barney. Anyway, she won her real the year Mary. I was born, but her year was vouchsafe. And the the words are a lot simpler and easier back then, because yeah. now they're all, like, angestellen gefragt. Which isn't even English, as far as I can tell. A lot of those new words were very german They seemed very, uh, very European. Gellenschaft? Yeah. I don't know how to spell that. Does it start with I a G? I do because I saw it now. I, that's the thing. If I can see a word, it usually stays with me. Me too. And if I read words, I can tell if they're spelled correctly or not. But when I have to pull them out of thin air, that's the problem. Well, we're about to find out now. Should we open these up? You want to just try it? Okay. So right. um, we won't say what answers we're putting down, but we will re- take turns reading the questions. Is this that is a piece of paper. Oh, yeah. You can hear it. You know what I learned in my annotated Marx Brothers book? What's that? That they're... Um, 
microphones were so sensitive that they had to wet all the paper that they used as props. So if you see paper in a Marx Brothers, early Marx Brothers movie, it's all like droopy and kind of tearing. It's wet paper. It's wet paper, so it doesn't make noise. We should have wetted these. Just like we're wetting your appetite for spelling wet drama. wet that chair that just made a bunch of noise. Never, man. That's the driest chair in all, all right. of Potomac. Ladies and gentlemen, the 2018 Scripps National Spelling Bee Preliminaries Test. Matt, let's begin now. We start with Preliminaries Test Section A, Round 1 Spelling. Oh, my God. It's already more... Number one. The first part of this word is from a word probably of non... Oh, we're fucked. <laughs> non-Indo-European origin that went through French before becoming English, and the second part is an English combining form, noun. The definition is the quality or state of being deficient in producing vegetation. The example would be, few creatures can live in the blank of the desert. And the choices are barrenness, 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 with two N's. Barrenness. It's all forms of barren. Well, Baroness number D yeah. there, that's that's the lady from Cobra. Yeah. So don't put that one down. <laughs> uh, um, so let's go ahead, Matt, and we'll, we're will we not going to talk about our answers. No. You already chose, huh? I chose. You think you know? Please pay, please pay careful attention to the definition and part of speech. This word has a homonym or could be confused with a word that has a similar pronunciation. See, these that's are the Baron. S- that's the Cobra lady. Yeah, correct. Yeah. I think this is wrong. I think my answer's wrong. I know two, I'm sure of two that are not it. And that's, but you don't have the luxury of process oh, of elimination. I got it down to in two. The, oh. I'm already looking ahead to the next question, and it's going to be a rough one. You ready okay, to go? I'm ready. Question two. This word is from Latin, adjective, causing or tending to cause a contagious or infectious epidemic disease that is devastating. Matt, you want to read that example? During the horrific period of the transatlantic slave trade, many Africans were transported to the New World in cramped blank ships. So it is definitely a form of the word pestilential. Pestilential. Oh, see, this is tough because it's always going to be the same word each time. Whoa. Yeah, and we'll never... How are we going to know the answers to this now that we're taking it? I'm ready to answer this one. Me too. Okay. Question three. This word is from a Latin word. A lot of disease going on. Of a disease characterized by alternating periods of abatement and increase of symptoms. Corinne's blank fever only subsided after she was able to stay in bed recovering for an entire three-day weekend. Also, where's your mom, Corinne? Yeah. What? You don't have help from your parents? Maybe she's an orphan. Remittent. And now there's th- five, five versions of Remittent. I think I know that one. You do? Yeah. Oh, God. We might have to use the internet to correct these answers. Well, we're going to... Well, uh, what did you think only... that we were going to know? Well, I thought, no, I thought we'd walk down to the old media room and just see if... No human knows someone... these except for a bunch of children walking around here with them eyes. Bunch of kid walkers? Yeah. You, ever, you ever seen that movie with Luke Kidwalker? No, but I'm thinking they should do a Star Wars origin mo- movie, right? It's Luke Star Wars Sto- babies. Stuke Stuke Skywalker. Uh huh. It's Luke Skywalker. He's 19 years old on the desert planet Tatooine. Don't. Remittent. What about what about Star Wars babies? I'm in. Well, you kind of already did that with Darth Vader, though, because he's seven or whatever. Yeah, but like, imagine how cute Jabba was when he was just a little slug. Oh, he's probably just squirting around, floating around, whipping his little tail around. Let's go to number four. 
This word was formed in French from the Greek. Wait. Okay. A lot of word origin is yeah. important. Plural noun, intricate and whimsical nonsense intended as a parody of science. What the hell do you think we're doing here? Hello. The head of the science department was amused that she was listed as director of blank in the April Fool's Day issue of the school newspaper. They're doing a little construction here. I don't know if you can hear that pounding. Yeah. Do you think she was really amused or just like thought, oh, aren't you too clever by half by using the word pataphysics? Also, the head of science, the head of the science department is probably somebody who's just abjectly humorless. There is such a strange spelling. Pataphysics or pataphysics is probably spelled similarly to what you're thinking, but then there's one option that is P-A-T-T-Y hyphen F-I-Z-I-K-S, and that's so crazy I think it could be it. Well, I'm looking at that French into Greek part, and that's what that's what's making me think that oh, you're right. right. But now we're talking about each other's answers. Shit. All right. But physics is Greek. Yeah, it sure is. Pata, pata. Uh, I don't feel great about this one, Matt. I'll start reading five. What do you think? Okay, hold on. I'm just looking at... Uh, I got to change. I'm going to change one of my other ones because of the, it's You're a Latin back. word. Okay. okay. Uh, pat, pat, oh, God. Oh, God. Remember, just think of the April okay. Fool's Day of the school newspaper. What? Just right here in the example. Oh, yeah. That should help you spell the word. Right. Whatever helps you get there. Okay. Number five. This word is originally Greek, a Greek word that passed into Latin. Now, how does that happen? It died Just and then was reborn into Latin. Well, Greek words passing into Latin was because the, the Romans basically took over the Greek Empire. That's why their gods are all the same, but they changed their names. By the way, did you notice Roman Mars, the host of 99% Invisible? His name really just translates to Greek, Greek Zeus. Ares. Oh, right. Mars, yes. Yeah. Wait, who's Zeus? Jupiter. Jove. By Jove? I believe it's Jove. We're really learning stuff on Pistol Shrimps yeah, Radio. Yeah, not how to spell. This word is originally a Greek word that passed into Latin. A member of a primitive people dwelling in caves or pits. While spelunking, Zan and Patrick stumbled onto the bones of a... Boar gullet! Hey, Zan. Yeah? Come over here with that flashlight. I can't. I'm busy doing cave paintings to fool a bunch of people in the movie Prometheus. You don't, <laughs> you don't have to fool them, because look what I found. What? I found... Um, these bones of a troglodyte. How do you spell that? Well, I'll circle my Patrick, answer if you'll... Patrick, how do you cir- spell that, Patrick? I don't know, Zan. Hurry, I'm falling. Wait, am That's I Zan? That's the only thing I want to know. I'm Zan. Who's who? I'm Zan, you're Patrick. Are you sure? Uh, 29 palms. <laughs> I'm, I'm confident in my answer for that. Yeah, I'm fairly confident on that, because that's a word I know. All right. Also, so these I, kids would be finished with this test by now. Are you kidding? They would already have won the weekly championship. <laughs> They're over there already at the public house drinking a Vit beer. Probably just, yeah. W- They're drinking Sam Adams with Sam Adams. <laughs> Number six. This word is from Latin. Adjective. Having or bearing long tapering processes, processes that project singly or in groups from a cell or microorganism and which are the primary organs of motion of many algae, bacteria, and zoospores. Michael hovered over the microscope, intrigued by the motility of the blank green algae on the slide. Michael, what are you doing? 
Leave me alone. Michael. This is my private time. I'm your teacher, Michael. Yeah, I stayed after school for extra points. Well, I've I've left hours ago. I'm back just because I had to feed the snakes. You also left this green algae on a slide, and I'm looking at it. Oh, really? What is it doing? What's the motility of it doing? Flagellate. We can't even get the Flagellating. word. Flagellating. That's right. All right. Flagellate. Flagellate's a, an, ad, an adjective teacher. You should know that. You're the grown-up in this scenario. I'm a science teacher, not an English teacher. Go tell it on a mountain. Over the hills and everywhere? All right, Matt. Oh, uh, God. I think, I'm, I think cho- I'm, gonna I'm go choosing. With. I've chosen. That is a homonym, though. It's another one of those where there's We're a couple of... at least halfway through before we get to the vocabulary or something. Oh, okay. Number seven, originally Latin, this word went through French before becoming English. What are we doing with that? Uh, All right. An orange to yellow mineral consisting of arsenic trisulfide and used in fireworks as a pigment. Blank is used to produce yellow pigment for painting. Orpiment. Orpiment. (laughs) How do you think Kubitsch would spell orpiment? Orpiment. How would you spell it? Orpiment. Oh, just three letters in that? Yes. Well, I don't know, uh... Orpiment. I don't even know this word. I don't either. All right. For me, it's just a shot in the dark at that point. You might as well just pick one. Well, okay. Uh, Okay, the next... I'm already going ahead to the next one here, Matt. I know this word, and I don't know how to spell it. I do know how... mm, See? I shouldn't say it. This is from a Russian Mm. name. A purely melodic instrument of the electronic family typically played by moving the right hand between two projecting electrodes with the left hand controlling dynamics and articulation. Sheldon's constant playing of the blank annoyed his roommate, Leonard. Sheldon, I am dying. You can't talk to me that way. I'm young Sheldon, and I have a hit show. Well, I have twice. A, I have a terminal illness, and I just, I just would like my last days to be peaceful. You're healed. Improv denial. <laughs> now you have to listen to my theremin and the soothing sounds of. Do I have to watch your goddamn show? Yeah, weeknights, and also the lady next to you on the plane. The lady next to me on the plane did watch a bunch of young Sheldon. I kind of had to lean over and look at it every now and again. Yeah. We're married now. Anyway, the word is theremin. Uh, I, I got know, it down to I know two. what it's not, yeah. Yeah. Where's um, how's, Evan how's, Schletter when you need him? For sure. All right, I think I'm ready to do yeah, this. Yeah, me too. All right. The this word is... Oh! No, Macarena. No, Molly, number five. This word was formed in Latin from Blue two... Bagas Molly number five. <laughs> I was wondering if It'd that would It'd be great translate. if that song just went, a little bit of Molly, Molly in my, my jolly. A little bit of... It just, he only uses Molly. This word was formed in Latin from two originally Greek parts plus a Latin combining form. Guys were just screwing around with words, drunk, middle of the night. Let's take a bunch of words apart and put them back together. That's right. Lego words. Now, any of the broke... Any of the... Uh, any of the bones of either the forearm, or the lower leg. The what? football player suffered a broken blank in his left leg. A papadil? A papadil. A papadil. Epipodial. Epipodial. We can't even pronounce it, much less have we ever seen it. Epipodiali. Okay, this was formed in Latin from two originally Greek parts plus a Latin combining. Good God. All right, I think... This hurts. 
Once again, these children have finished this by now. Yeah. Yeah, well, that's on, that's on them. Matt, while you're thinking, I'll read 10 here. Well, how am I supposed to think in? You don't have to think. I'll, I'll talk. It's like when you open a package or eat food for 20 minutes. Epa. Epa. Epi. Epi is Greek or Epa is Greek? Epistle, epistle. Yeah, use that. Epicurean. Okay. And then use Poe Diddle. I know a girl, she's a Molly and her number five. Talking about the deep in the tingle day. This word was formed from two originally Greek parts. Any of a division of vascular plants, including the ferns, horsetails, and club mosses. A blank has neither flowers nor seeds, but reproduces and disperses through spores. Pteridophyte? Pteridophyte? Pteridophyte. Pteridophyte. Two Greek parts. Pteridophyte. Jesus Christ. Okay, I'm ready. Yeah, okay. This word was formed in Italian from originally Latin parts. You know, I was formed in Italian from originally Latin parts. Is that right? Yeah. I was actually formed in... Were you, uh, Ireland from originally Scottish parts. Were you formed by small balls of fresh mozzarella? Because that's what this word means. Ooh, for the dinner party, Maria prepared a variation on the traditional caprese salad using blank and cherry tomatoes. This is so good, Maria. How you make it? I put a bocca cheese. Bocca cheese. Oh, bocca. Maria, you've been a drinking too much. I love wine. I love you, Maria. I love you too. Who What's are you? What's my name then? Who are you? You don't even know. You broke into my house. But I married you as well. Oops. Boccaccini. Make us some more boccaccini. Boccaccini? Boccon. Oh, yeah, that's okay. Yeah, I got that. Okay. That's a tough word. How would a kid know this word? Italian. I love kid. cheese and I don't even know this word. Yeah. Bocconcini. We assure you that when we grade this, we won't do it on air because I know that this is in itself a task. Okay. It just got harder. This word is from French, which formed it from an originally Greek word and an originally Greek part. A poetic measure consisting of two unrhymed iambic lines with 12 syllables apiece and featuring alternating stressed and unstressed endings. The blank was first devised by the French poet and composer Antoine Fabre d'Olivier in the late 18th century. And the word is... O malpic or molpic? O malpic. The word is French, which formed an originally Greek word and originally Greek part. Good luck on that one. I gotta know what kinds of poetry are around if I want to participate in this B. Not me. Is that it? Are we? That's done? well. Then they. I guess this is just. Scratch paper? Preliminaries test section round. Yeah. Oh, here's vocab. Okay. Matt, if something is unsuperable, it is A, not needed, B, de delayed indefinitely, C, impossible to overcome, D, inedible. Insuperable. Insuperable. No idea. All right, well, we've got an answer. 
should do a speed round here. Items described as chock-a-block are rectangular, crowded together, made of concrete, indistinguishable. Good luck, America. You can take the test along with us here. Yeah, because none of us will ever know. 15. An, an explicit statement is A, ambiguous, B, false, C, clear, D, pretentious. I think that's clear. Whoops. Did you know that one? You would have gotten that one. I did, but I, I always think of explicit language, mm. which generally means filthy. Democracy is a form of government in which power passes to a new individual after a fixed period. Fear of a dictator is the ruling principle. Multiple people share power. Love of glory is the ruling principle. Wow. Well, I love the movie Glory. Good enough for me. What is dittoography? Hold on, I'm still on this other one. You are? Timo. Timo. Ah. Okay. What is dittoography? A, a method for transcribing music. B, the unintentional repetition of letters when copying by hand. C, the use of non-alphabetic symbols to represent words. D, an artistic technique employing small dots of various colors. Dittography. Mm, okay. Or dittography? Maybe. Which activity would you be most likely to do mano a mano? Boxing, shaving, flying, knitting. Seems pretty obvious. 19, which would be uh, which would best be described as anfractious? A, an unbreakable rock. B, a winding maze. C, a barren field. D, a high f- a fruit high in natural sugars. E, an unasked-for Batman prequel called Wayne Enterprises, where he's just a businessman. <laughs> Something described as festucine, festucine is celebratory, stringy, yellow, wavy. Okay. Lalopathy? 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 Is a disorder of A, touch, B, hearing, C, vision, D, speech. Well, I had trouble saying it, so I know what I'm putting. <laughs> I had trouble hearing it, so I know what I'm putting. Excuse me? Uh, wait a minute. See? I should know what it is, but I have no idea. All right. An aperçu is a dainty hoarder hors d'oeuvre. Hordor, horse divorce. Well, already the word itself has one of those C's in the word facade. Yeah, with a little tail on it. Yeah. Uh, Dainty hors d'oeuvres, comedy routine, piece of embroidered lace, or swift insight. Someone ironical, ironical, is striving for harmony, moderately angry, prone to daydreaming, derisive and sarcastic. Oh, man. Um, To reticulate means to divide from... Divide to form a network, make fun of, criticize severely, or retrace one's steps. Reticulate. Okay, we're almost done here. Or are we? Matt, a comptroller, is in charge of supervising... Computer security, 
accounts and expenditures, network usage, or legal fishing methods. This is one that I actually, the only one that I know I know. Which of the following is closest in meaning to timorous, fearful, bold, dissonant, honorable? A lot of these I'm just going with a gut instinct. Gut instinct. Not me. I'm going with an uh, inflated sense of intelligence. <laughs> okay, that's so it, that's right? it. Now, every entrant takes that test. And then the score... We're done, The only right? fact that we're done with the test. We can't do anything because I want to talk about one or two things in there. Timorous, which I believe is fearful... Also gives you clue to fear of a tyrant in democracy. Well, they doubled down on Did that Did you one. get those? No, I don't think so. Nope. Wow. Every kid takes that. And then the scores are tabulated. And only on Thursday, it's sort of like the tiebreaker. Right. Highest scores go into the final. But if you're here, you know this stuff already. But basically, like, after the semifinal, they take those kids that have qualified for the semifinal, then they look at their tests and whoever has scored highest on the tests matched with their high scores in the B prior to that. That's how they are chosen for the final? I believe so. Yeah. I mean, some of these kids are going to get one word and not get it right. And they're going to go home. Or they're going to go to Baltimore. I think... For just to see what's going on over there. I think they're going to go straight to the ghost tours of House of Cards. They're probably just going to have to... They're going to go to a bake-your-own-clam dinner. (laughs) A bake-your-own-clam-bake? Yeah. Well, should we grade this thing and then come back? That sounds good to me. People are on tenterhooks. What are your your feelings after just... We got the test today, we didn't look at it, and just now we did it together. Real quick. I don't feel great. I don't feel great either. I feel pretty stupid. What an accomplishment. I have a college degree. I have two. Yeah. And I just, I feel like they're I'm in theater, though. Yeah, mine Although as well. that should give me some, like, edge up on you the should, Greek. You should know some words, too. Oh, no, this was all uh, verbal, well, nonverbal you, theater. You did was, modern dance? Yeah, it was you actually, know? we'd do paintings. Okay, so then, not theater at all. Well, but we did math. Were you painting sets? Sex. You were painting sex? Yeah. For your college education? In math. This was an extracurricular activities? Mark, I got to run. Yeah, I got to walk. Well, I'll be to Scotland for ye. I'm the rabbit. I'm the tortoise. Okay. Okay. We'll be right back. Right after this. Oof. Yow. (laughs) Actually, I think we did better than I pictured, but still not good. Yeah, I anticipated not getting any right, but now it's almost worse. This almost makes me feel worse. Whatever powers of deduction combined with luck and maybe some small knowledge that we had, I'm with you. It feels worse. Like it got us a certain distance, but not enough to in any way feel smart. Well, so, Matt, let's go over our scores. Okay. We're very close. Very close. One off. Yeah. Yeah. But in a very different way. Right. Because you got more spelling right, and I got more vocab right. Which I would not have imagined going in and i will say that i just my initial impression of this is that i took the test some of these words were just shots in the dark 
just definitely pure. Oh, definitely. A, a mildly educated guess. My life is a shot in the dark. Sure, whose isn't? But when I do look at some of these words now, I think I bet if the phrase "this word is originally Greek" that passed into Latin, that would mean something to me if Having I were working seen, yes, on this. N- right. And right. I, it doesn't mean anything. That's not a clue to me. That's no. just a that's just a waste of ink. But to now, me. is it a clue to you at the end where you can go, "Oh, the one that's right means that's the Greek or something"? Uh, you know. Well, I'm looking at trog- troglodyte. Yeah. I. I'm looking at a troglodyte too. I'm most of my life. <laughs> I don't have any mirrors in my home. No, troglodyte, I guess I thought there was a Y in it. I don't know why I... There is a Y in it. I thought... Uh, it's B. Yeah, it's B. But I, or you, Oh, you thought it was up sooner in the troglodyte. Yeah, troglodyte. You know, I almost thought that too, because I feel like in old movies, they'd be like, oh, look at him. He's a troglodyte. <laughs> Our education comes from films. Yeah. So yeah, I didn't. That Greek into Latin doesn't mean anything there. I guess that means there's an O in it. I'm sure it means something. Yeah, about these kids, or just like orpiment, a word I just didn't know at all. No, but I somehow got that, and that was a pure guess. Latin, French, and English. So that, yeah, I did not do so great. Three out of twelve on the spelling for Old McConville. Six out of twelve for me. But don't get all excited about me and being good at this because coming up next is the vocabulary section. So vocab for me, I guess, I just went with context or I don't know how I did it, but I got 11 out of 14 on the vocab. And I got 5 out of 14. So maybe I just got lucky. No, wait a minute. You got 5. five I got 5 wrong. You got 5 wrong. So that's I got nine, 3 I got wrong. 9 out of 14. So you did way better. Does that bring your percentage up there? No. No. I missed a total on the whole test of 11. And I missed a total of 12. Sorry, I missed. You get a re. I missed eleven. You missed twelve. I got fifteen out of twenty-six. You got fourteen out of twenty-six. Our percentages are. <laughs> Mark, you're a fifty-three point eight percent. Yeah. I'm a fifty-seven point six percent, which is a solid F plus. Yeah, I got a just a straight American F. Wow. How do we feel about this? Again, I I feel like if I spent a year or more preparing. I might not only know what the sort of like roots mm-hmm. mean, you would, but I also might know these words. I might have encountered them. Right. I might in my studies. I think the only ones I got right were ones that just looked right to me, the spelling-wise. Like I'd seen it, like barrenness and pestilent, pestilential. <laughs> Those also looked right to me. Troglodyte looked real. To but when it real, came flagellate. time for the Omal Peak, no idea. Yeah. Although we both got theremin wrong. Do you think that's because we've seen Theraflu too much? I think it is, it and I'm also be. on Theraflu right now. Really? Recreationally. I'm on Orpiment. Yeah? I just like Your breath is pigment. pretty French. Oh, man. Your breath is French. <laughs> so, I don't know how to feel about this. Well, I do, and that is we are not qualified to be here doing this, which is means we've passed our own test, Par which for the means course, we're buddy. qualified to be here. This, in many ways, we needed to fail this test in order to do what we do right. Right, Mark? That's right. To show ability, we had to show inability. We should have taken a basketball test early in the day and soundly failed it, just like this. Well, this atrium's probably got a basketball court. It's got a brick house in it. It's got a spa. It's There's a, a steakhouse. I'm looking at trees. House. Yeah. It's One got half. a water feature that you might hear go off a bunch. There's some sort of swan gazelle in the in the pond outside that makes a noise when you open the door? Yeah. 
Anyway, this is just an introductory episode and some of the top-notch field reporting you're about to get from me and Mark McConville here on Pistol Shrimps Radio, Scripps National, Shrimp vs. B, spelling B, extravaganza, stunt spectacular. There is a big balcony into this atrium that you makes wanna, me feel like it should be a high fall. You want to just jump right onto a tree? Oh, look, there's a balcony on this clapboard house, too, that looks like you could do a colonial stunt show. Oh, no, the Johnny, British are coming. Johnny Appleseed, yeah. the show. Get my musket, Tallulah Head. You want, oh, you want to go... No, not really, because I don't want to be at a stunt show and watch a guy load a musket every 20 seconds, every minute. I wanna, yeah, that's problematic, isn't it? Because it's also you know who wins. That, Unless you're going to do revisionist history of this where the British win. But one of the ways that the West Coast has the East Coast beat is their historical stunt shows are going to be way better because they've got repeating firearms. The West Coast ones are going to better be better than the East Coast. West Coast, Southwest. You've you, got like Tombstone, Arizona, and so all that. yeah, you have Tombstone. There's there, South Dakota has like a oh a, yeah, they, they got they got Deadwood. some cowboy stuff. Yeah, but, and but then that's there's middle, of course right? Waterworld. Yeah. So you've got stunt shows in the West. Are are East Coast stunt shows just Civil War reenactments? Or Revolutionary War, for God's sake. And they could have had Miami Vice, but they didn't take it. Yeah, they sure did. We got it. We yeah, also got the A-team. They got Indiana Jones. How'd that happen? That's, how'd that happen? Yeah, how'd they get... How'd they not we do Miami Vice? We wanted it more. Oh, now hold on. Because they have, they have the theme park there, and they didn't pick Miami Vice. They didn't have the theme park at the time. But then the West Coast picked a whole theme park in California about California. So who's stupid now? What do you mean? California Adventure is in California. There's nothing wrong with that. You can just have a California Adventure. You're already there. Just drive around. See some of the real stuff. My only complaint with California Adventure is it needs a stunt show. What would it be? The Ratatouille stunt show? Oh, jeez. No... There's no Disney be, property worthy of it. Cars. It would be like they getting do, back the Lindbergh baby. What Disney movie is that from? Lindberghers. <laughs> Where the hamburger family's a Lindbergh baby. and Oh, they just, they're talking they're little, hamburgers? It's a little um, slider-sized patty that gets taken. Is it a live action or is it animated? Yes. Or is it an incredible Mr. Olympic? I'm not Olympic? even sure. That, did the Lindbergh kidnapping happen in California? Did it even happen? Well, where did I get this baby? The Lindbergh baby has to be East Coast, because isn't he doing transatlantic flights? Then get on the stunt show, East Coast. We're here. Let's or really see. get on the get it on at West Coast, because you seem to be taking everything from the East. That's right. Yeah. Anyway, we're here at the Pistol Shrimp Spelling Bee. <laughs> <laughs> Anything else on this episode, Matt? No, I think we could shut this one down. You know, who knows? Maybe there'll even be more than one episode a day, right? It's possible. Yeah. We're thinking about it. Yeah. We could go pop this one up right now. We're sort of just stuck in a hotel. That's right. There's nothing around. That's the other part of this. They've got this nice little uh, commercial area, though. some hotels, some restaurants, some shops. But then there's nothing else. That's true. we got to go up to D.C. proper and climb the Washington Pole. Have you taken the Washington Pole yet? I, I'm about to. 86% of responders really enjoyed it. All right, this is Pistol Shrimps Radio, Scripps National Spelling Bee, credentialed media reporters, Mark McConville and Matt Gorley. Reporting for not duty anymore, because this is over. Do you think this is the, the most squandered media credentials have ever been? Oh, probably. 
Yeah. I don't think we even really left our hotel rooms until well into the day here. Oh, I couldn't. I was watching the toys that made us. <clears throat> We're still on West Coast time. Mask. No one knows what lies behind a masquerade. Everyone in this hotel can hear you. <laughs> Everyone in this open air atrium. Come see the laser rays far away.